For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Yes, we do this live every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, did you catch my show last week? Did you listen to my interview with Herb Freed? That was quite a wonderful interview. Had a great time with Herb. I hope uh, you enjoyed that one as well. Uh, really have had a number of very good interviews uh, uh, this past month with her, before him, Dr. Raymond Moody, before him, Mark Gober, author of the book, um, uh, The End to Upside Down Thinking. Really have had a wonderful, this show, a little bit different topic. We're actually going to kind of go off the metaphysical bent a little bit and uh, just talked about some more practical business kind of stuff. But I'll bring on my guest and talk all about that in a moment. But first, of course, we have our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Nothing is ever lost. Not time, for what seems to have passed lives on in the wisdom of future decisions. Not money, for what seems to have been spent was only invested, and not love, for what seems to have vanished has only moved so close you might look within, you must look within your heart to see it. Here and now, whether or not it's obvious, you are the best you've ever been. So proud, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Um, reminding us that we never really lose anything in our lives. And I know we, we, we've talked about this before, you know, sometimes things can feel like a loss because maybe their physical presence is no longer in our lives. But just because the physical presence is no longer in our lives does not mean that the energy of that person, place, or thing is not in our life. Um... You know, loss is a very interesting thing. It all depends on, on what level you're looking at it on. Uh, according to the first law of thermodynamics, energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It merely transforms state. I always try and keep that in mind when I hear about the passing of a loved one or a friend. Um, because their energy in some form, in some manner is going to be in our lives in some way. Um, and a wonderful 
process to help us realize that is John D. Martini, who was in The Secret. He wrote a book book called The Breakthrough Process, which a friend recommended it to me like eight years ago. And it was a wonderful book. And I highly, highly recommend it to anybody who's gone through a loss, who feels or, or feels they've lost something. Because the process that he describes, and he describes it in the book, and you can try and go through it on your own, really shows you how whatever kind of energy that that person brought to your life, you can find it in other people in your life, right? That energy is always there. So nothing is truly ever lost. Um, you know, especially, you know, he says, uh, not time, not money, and not love. Now, none of those are ever really lost. They're invested. Um, and they're, uh, they're, they're, expanded by our giving of them. So, nice quote from the universe. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. The children are still more vibrationally imbued with that feeling of passion and joy and that what is, and, and that is what this work is about. It's to assist you in returning to the natural state of well-being the natural state of being that is really you. Abraham. Mm. Another good quote from Abraham. Uh, Pretty similar, actually, in some respects from last week's quote. Reminding us that, you know, it's all about well-being. It's all about that natural state. You know, one of the things Abraham says or kind of describes about our, our state of energy is that, it's kind of like we're a cork in water. And what happens in a cork in water, for it to stay under the water, it takes an act of resistance to hold it under the water. And that when we let the cork go, it will naturally float to the surface. And that surface is that place of well-being, is that feeling that, you know, everything is good, uh, of us being in love with ourselves and with the world around us. And that is our natural state. And that's what Abraham says, all of this work around the law of attraction um, is really all about, is reminding us that our natural state... when we release any form of resistance, any manner in which we resist uh, the fact that things are perfectly fine, exactly the way they are, that that's our natural state. And the more we remember and the more we learn to just live in that natural state, to encourage that natural state within us, to, to just be in that natural state, then we're really using the law of attraction. Then our our energy, our, our positive state of being is really allowing us to create an amazing life and an amazing world around us. And that's really what we're going to kind of talk about today. Uh, what is it like to create something amazing around ourselves, but from a different point of view. We're going to talk 
something very, very practical with my guest. Um, and that is our topic for the day is all around branding. And, and many of you have heard me talk about branding on my show in the past, but I decided, uh, you know, it's been a little while and I have a real expert to introduce you to on the state of branding. So it is my pleasure to welcome Jerry Foster. Uh, Jerry Foster developed a lifelong fascination with what we call branding, uh, creating his own brand development company and has become known as one of the top small business brand strategists in the nation. Jerry is the founder of the Big Brand Formula, which shows small business owners how to create a big brand and a strong message that sells, even if you have a small budget, so that you can excite, ignite, and delight the market you're selling to. Known as the Branding Evangelist, Jerry has helped over 100,000 small businesses from over 600 different industries with their branding since he started in July of 1985. Jerry sits on the faculty as the primary branding trainer at several well-known business growth conferences, most notably CEO Space International, of which I am a graduate, and Make Your Mark, the largest training and development company for small businesses in Canada. He has thousands of owners. He has helped thousands of owners over the years through his online coaching program or by taking them on as private clients. And it is my pleasure to welcome him to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Jerry. Oh, thank you, Sam. It is an honor to be here. It really is. And, and it's a pleasure to have you as well, especially since we've already started working together. And, you know, uh, as my audience knows, I'm very transparent. And I also don't promote anybody I don't believe in. And uh, I really felt since we started working together and since we really connected last September in Oceanside um, that you're the kind of person that speaks to me that I felt would speak to my audience in that you take not just a practical, no-nonsense approach to this very important aspect of business and nowadays just of life, branding, um, but you do it in a very conscious manner, which I really appreciate. Thank you for, so much for saying that, because I was inspired by your remarks at the beginning of the program, and it really ties in with this topic, because the essence of branding is a business or an individual or a nonprofit, whoever, whatever it may be, the essence of it is being able to put something out into the marketplace that allows you as the owner to operate at the highest level of yourself. Mm. And I truly believe that there is, so much to gain when we are standing in our true selves and we tap into our higher power as opposed to lower power yeah. because therein at the higher self can a brand take on more meaning with the people you wish to connect with. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. That. It, it can really help us to be in service to that higher, greater part of ourselves 
in 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 um in in a more uh, uh, I want to say effective or efficient, but but in a more aligned manner. Let's say exactly, exactly, because. As you know, what I do is I, I'm a big brander. I show people right. how to create a big brand. And big branding lives in the highest part of ourselves, which gives us access to be able to connect more effectively with people, to be able to confidently say to the marketplace, this is what my brand is about. This is what... I, as an owner, as a company, through my product, through my services, through my expertise, can be counted on to deliver. And when you're able to do that, there is intention, there is Mm, follow-through that occurs, which then allows things to just flow the way that we want them to. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We've just got like a Couple of minutes. You know what? Uh, instead of waiting, uh, uh, let's take our first break now. And when we come back, what I'd like to start with is to, if we can just talk for a couple of minutes about why is branding so important now as compared to sure. 5, 10, or 15 years ago. Okay, Jerry? Because I just want to kind of set the stage and the sort of foundation about you know why this is an important conversation that we're having now for our listeners, regardless of whether... They're a small business owner working for a company, uh, a solopreneur, or or uh, a nonprofit professional. You know that 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 why this is important, sort of across the boards these days. Okay, sounds good. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, twelve noon to one p.m. Eastern. Our guest this hour is Jerry Foster of the Big Brand Formula, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow, Follow Me Friday, Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! <laughs> <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day.
Welcome, welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Jerry Foster of the Big Brand Formula, talking all about branding for your business, your career, your life. Jerry, I was just talking to my engineer, Chris, during the break about how everybody today is talking about brand. I mean, everybody. You know, 10, 15, <laughs> 20, 30 years ago, there was that very small group of marketing branding specialists and they would talk about branding. But nowadays, everybody is talking about it. Why has branding become so important today? Well, for a couple of reasons. One is we live in a brand conscious world. To your point, if you turn on the, turn on the television, read in the newspaper, go online, it's all about your brand. Right. And we even have celebrities talking about their brand. And the reason why it is so popular today is because we as consumers prefer to buy brands. Because with a brand, we know what we're going to get. Hmm. So if we grab a shopping cart and we go into a supermarket and we go to the laundry detergent section, for example, and we want to get the brand that's best at getting rid of dirt, most of us will think of Tide. Hmm. If we're washing dishes by hand and we want young-looking hands, we think of Palmolive. If we don't, if we, if we don't want grease on our dishes, we think of Dawn, right? Hmm. We have people who would rather lace up Nike sneakers as opposed to a regular pair of sneakers or go to a Starbucks as opposed to a regular coffee shop. So why is that? Because there is a fascination that all of us have with this thing about having a brand. And we want something that we know can be counted on to, to give us exactly what we're looking for. Hmm. Now, just because a brand is well-recognized does not necessarily mean it's the best brand, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> now, you, uh, that, that gets into generating name recognition for whatever you have, but you have to be able to deliver on what, you're, what you say your brand can deliver. Right. See, the reality is this, and Sam, I always, I always tell small business owners, there was life before the Internet and life <laughs> after the Internet, okay? So right. for those of us who can go back that far, right. which really isn't that far, before the Internet, any kind of business, any type of business, I should say, only had to really worry about their competition within a three- to five-mile radius, right? Right. Right. Then this thing called called the internet comes along, and all of a sudden, we as owners, regardless of if we're selling widgets or skill sets, whatever, we find ourselves competing in a very noisy, crowded internet internet based marketplace where we now are competing with thousands, if not millions, of similar businesses around the world that are vying for our attention. And so here we are as owners, and we're trying to stand out and get noticed and be recognized for offering something that we feel is going to truly benefit someone. And so what's happening today, Sam, is that standing out is getting harder and harder. Absolutely. And for a lot of owners, they feel invisible to a degree. Right, because there's, as, as Seth Godin likes to say, there's so much noise out there 
that yep. to get noticed beyond the noise has become a Herculean effort nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, it really has. And so you have to position your brand, yourself or your product, service, whatever, as being preeminent mm. in your space, in your industry, in your category, in your field of expertise, that people see you as being number one in your specialty. Right. That's at the core of a strong brand so that you can then, right, not only get people to notice you, but they'll remember you, and then they will desire to do business with you. So it all starts with having a strong brand. It's not about marketing. It's not about right. selling. That comes right. later. You first have to give people a reason to choose you over other alternatives. Right. And branding is not about what colors you're using on your logo, per se. Right. Uh, branding is not about, uh, you know, your image or this or that. It's much more than that, isn't it? Oh, it really is. I mean, the confusing aspect of branding is that when you say that word, what most people think of is what's called the digital face of the brand. Mm. However, a brand is more than simply having a logo, pretty colors or a website. And one of the reasons why a logo by itself isn't enough to have a strong brand, and don't get me wrong, Sam, I believe in well-polished website and edgy right. color schemes and eye-grabbing packaging and all that kind of stuff. However, your logo is not what's called your whole brand. Right. In fact, I would even take it a step further to say that brand design is not the driving force behind rapid brand growth because a logo by itself is not going to give you what I call brand power, right. which I define as the, the massive power of your brand to create an engaging, emotional experience that your consumers want to be a part of that allows you to not only successfully compete in the market, but make a whole lot of money. Mm. And I once shared something like that at an event I was speaking at, and this guy goes, Jerry, you are so correct, because I can get someone to do a logo for $50. And this other <laughs> guy goes, I can go on Fiverr.com and get it done for $5. And I'm like, do you really think that a logo by itself means that you have a brand? No, you have an image, and that's it. Right, exactly, exactly. And you, you know, one of the things I like about you, Jerry, is, is you have a little bit of a different perspective on branding because you, as, as I mentioned in your bio, is you consider yourself a brand strategist, not Correct. a brand executioner, shall we say. I mean, I don't or even, a brand designer. A brand, brand designer. designer. Exactly. So, so, so yeah. what does it mean to be a brand strategist? Why is the strategy so important? Because great brands are strategically developed, which simply means that you first have to determine, okay, how can I, as a, as a business owner, clearly communicate that I have something to offer that is better and different than other choices? Hmm. A logo by itself is not going to do that. Now All think right. about that for a second. Here you are in this in this super competitive market space, 
And what that also brings is what's called a lot of skeptical potential customers, right? Right. And so they're not just going to do business with you because you're a nice guy or because you you uh, are simply good at what it is that you do. No. You've got to be able to serve up something that is fresh, original, perhaps radically different, so that people see you as being a cut above the crowd. So that's brand strategy. That's being able to look out into the marketplace and ask yourself, wow, where's, where's the void in the marketplace in my field or my category or my industry? What would allow me to put something into the marketplace where I can say to the consumer, listen, I've got exactly what you've been looking for that you have not been able to find, and you want to know what else? You can only get it from me. No one or anything else even comes close. Mm. I am fearlessly original. Those are the kind of brands that people get excited about and fall in love with. And so when you think about that, simply working on your look, your vis- what's called visual branding, that is not sufficient. Right. And that's, that's what you call the, your me-only brand, right? That where it, you yes. kind of are the only one out there with the brand that you're Im- imbuing yourself with. Yes. The ultimate goal, that's a great question. The ultimate goal is to have what's called a standalone brand, which means you are able to say, we're the only ones who do what we do. We're the only ones that can satisfy your needs and wants, unlike no competitor. We're the ones that are putting something out into the marketplace that you're not going to find anywhere else. Because the distinction there, Sam, that you're getting to is, to put out a me-only brand as opposed to a me-too brand. Because the moment the the buying public, regardless of your targeting consumers or businesses, it doesn't matter. The moment your potential customer feels that they can get what you have, what you offer somewhere, somewhere else, mm-hmm. you're in me-too market space, which means that mm-hmm. they now label you as being generic. You're a commodity. You're a jar of mail, you're a bottle of water, you're a piece of furniture. In the moment you are commoditized like that, you're forced to compete on price and availability. And brands like Nike and Starbucks have shown us over the years that the products they offer are less important than the brands they market and sell. And so that's why we as consumers have preferences, right? Right. Like I told someone the other day, I had to fly out of town. I had to get to the airport, rideshare. I love rideshare. I choose Lyft and prefer Lyft yeah. over Uber. That's my choice. Someone else may say, no, I'm an Uber person. Yeah, yeah. I have an iPhone. Someone else might say, great, well, I prefer my Android Samsung, right? right so right. it's the whole thing about generating preference for what it is that you provide. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm a, I'm, I'm a fellow Lyft uh, evangelist. I, I know a lot of my <laughs> friends are all Uber people. But, you know, because to me, the brand of Uber, because of some of the early shenanigans of the founder and some of the early practices of 
that we we heard about that you know the that Uber did in the beginning that weren't very nice. That type of a brand just never appealed to me, and I was like, why would I support a company that that's their that the, the, that's their attitude, that's their energy? No, and and when I heard about Lyft, they to me seemed to be like a friendlier, more compassionate kind of a brand, and that's the kind of a company I would prefer supporting. Oh yeah, because you could say, going back to what I mentioned at the top of the top of the show, mm-hmm. you could say that. Uber is operating at the lower version of itself as right. opposed to the highest version that right. Lyft does. Right. Because in branding, you have something that are called brand touch points, which basically means that any kind of experience or interaction that someone has with your, quote, brand or someone associated with your brand, your company, your whatever, if it's negative, it would dilute everything else that was mm. positive because people are going to remember the bad stuff right. more so than the good stuff quite right. often. So there's a big lesson in that for everyone. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's time for us to take another commercial break. When we come back from break, Jerry, I want to talk about authenticity in your brand. Mm. All right. So Great. everybody, sure. please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon, to 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And we're talking this hour with Jerry Foster, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Michael Dolce, host of Secrets of the Sire. Joined every week by my co-host, Hassan, Lord of the Radio Godwin. Together, we have over 15 years' experience creating graphic novels, screenplays, and more. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Jerry Foster of The Big Brand Formula, all about branding and why branding is so important in today's day and age. And, and Jerry, before we went to break, I mentioned that I wanted to talk when we came back about 
authenticity in your brand? Because I know some people sometimes feel that, uh, you know, to, to, to focus on branding can kind of feel a little inauthentic because, you, you know, you're, you're not staying, I don't know, true to yourself or whatever. And I would just like to talk about, you know, why authenticity is so important in your brand. For a couple of reasons. One is we realize as, let's just say American consumers for a moment, that we live in a land of, I shouldn't say a land, but in a world of artificial flowers and artificial sweeteners and discount this, discount that. There's a lot of ripoffs going on, and I think that we become skeptical and cautious, and we're looking for the real deal, mm-hmm. either the product living up to what it says it can do or the person living up to what he or she says they can do. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a business owner, I want to do everything I can to connect with someone at the heart level, at the conscious level, which speaks to exactly what is going to resonate the most with them. Now, to do that, I've got to make sure that I, as the owner, Again, doesn't matter if I have a product or a service or right. my myself, my talents, my skills, my nonprofit, whatever. I have to make sure that the highest version of myself is there and anchored in a level of integrity and value that are expressed throughout my brand. And some of the some of the uh, most successful owners, and we're talking folks who have gone on to become multimillionaires and billionaires. When the question has been posed to them, "What do you feel has been the key to your success in your company?" Quite often, they would talk about their mission and their vision. Mm and the purpose of their work. Yeah. They, they seem to be very grounded in knowing that a great brand is not going to just sprout up on its own, that right. he or she has to make sure that their brand is rooted in something special, something significant that reflects their desire to put something out into the world that is meant to not only impact the world, but to help people have better futures, right? right. So if those, right. if those folks are coming from wanting to have that kind of impact and make that kind of difference, then they have to be totally authentic with themselves and how they express themselves. Now, The other part of that, Sam, gets into messaging because Mm. in branding, when we when we talk about being authentic, it's not only about making 
a connection with someone's heart and not their head. Right. It's also right. about the words we use and the kind of message that we decide to put out. And the essence of it, though, is about being able to realize that people respond to messages that clearly state what you do and how you can make their life better in some way. And people are not going to spend one red cent or a dime a dime unless you can send a lightning bolt to their hearts and strike a chord and make them feel, yes, your brand makes sense to buy. And you really have hit on a, a major topic here because, Sam, I come across so many websites and so many individuals where the language, the words they're using on their websites and their social media, the words out of their mouths, there's no real connection occurring. Uh, it sounds, they come across as sounding very intelligent yeah. or very professional or yeah. very clinical, but that's not what people respond to. People right. respond to the heart connection. Right. And so authenticity is everything, my friend. Uh. Wow, beautiful. So to, to just to drive this point home, I'm wondering, and I also want to drive the point home that this is true no matter what kind of brand it is. I was wondering if maybe you can just uh, highlight for our audience, like what do you feel is a good brand maybe in the nonprofit space that hits that authenticity button well, uh, a, an individual maybe who has a strong brand that hits it well, and then maybe a oh, consumer sure. product that hits it well so that we can see it across those different industries. Well, the nonprofit arena, American Heart Association, American Cancer Society, United Way, Goodwill Industries, YMCA, YWCA, mm. those are great brands. Mm. And they are known for their noble causes, of course. Mm. And as you know, millions of people have rallied around those brands over the years. Yes. And yes. in the personal branding space, I always point to celebrities because we can always relate to certain celebrities. Right. And right. so I throw out Oprah, right? right? The number one personal brand on the planet. <laughs> but I also will reference Dr. Phil and Dr. Roz and Susie Ornan and Rachel Ray and all these other great branders. Right. And it wasn't as if they came out of their mother's womb just destined for celebrity status and greatness. <laughs> I really think that they got very, very in touch with their unique gifts to the world and were able to express them and provide the benefits of their gifts in a way that people feel is something they can't get anywhere else. And then as far as products go... I really do get a, a kick out of the ongoing battle between <laughs> Apple and Samsung. I mentioned them yes, earlier. Yes, I mean, that, I just get a kick out of how they're trying to outdo each other. Yes. However, you can turn on the television and pick out any kind of TV commercial, and you'll see a lot of great examples yeah. of how in 30 seconds they're telling the consumer this is what my brand can do for you. I can either solve a problem that you have, or I can give you a better outcome than what you're presently, from what you're presently using or whatever. 
or I can perform a miracle of some sort in your life, or I can give you a real great emotional mm. experience in terms of getting rid of negative emotions you may be experiencing. Because remember, Sam, I'm, I'm an XPNG guy. Okay, right. I worked at Procter right. and Gamble in branding, and so they wrote the book on branding, and right. that's where I, I uh, sort of uh, carved my branding teeth. So, to yeah. speak. And so, so let me ask you tell the story. Let, let me yeah, ask you a question. Ahead. To have a big brand, does that mean that your your market is is a mass market? That you're someone who's marketing to like everyone? No, not at all. In fact, first you have you have the luxury to be able to define what big means to you. Ah, because that varies by individual. For some person, it might be, hey, I want to have a nice six figure business. There's right. nothing wrong with that. Right. Someone else might say, I want a million-dollar brand, a multi-million-dollar brand. Someone might say, I want to have a billion-dollar brand. I want to have what's called a super brand, a brand that can someday become a household name. Because the fact of the matter is that there are many, many super brands mm-hmm. that are out there mm-hmm. that were started by one person. Wow. Maybe two, maybe three, in someone's garage or in someone's yeah. living room or someone's dormitory, right? Right. And right. so... People who, that come from the humblest beginnings, it doesn't matter what color you are, what sex you are, how old you are, what your journey has been up until now. If you've got something that you can put out into the marketplace that, that people really feel is going to either solve a problem, improve an outcome, perform a miracle, or give them some kind of emotional payoff, for example, then you've got every reason to brand it. Hmm. And you can choose exactly how big you want to get. But no, it doesn't mean that it has to be global and (laughs) reaching millions and millions of people, although you could if that was what you desire. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? Yeah, very cool, very cool. See, see, folks, this is why I have Jerry come on my show to talk about branding, because he knows his shit, okay? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, we, we, we ain't got no slouchers here. And, and actually, there was something you said before that also struck a chord with me is, is you said that like big brands are very grounded. And, and that's something that I really want to emphasize a bit because sometimes, uh, uh, you know, some people can, can be into the branding, but it's not very grounded in in and who or how they're trying to reach their particular tribe. Exactly, exactly. If they even know who their tribe is, right? Right, right. I mean, you have to lay down first what's called a solid strategic branding foundation, which basically means have your brand architecture in place. That's the first thing you have to do which means that you pull together all the elements that make up a strong brand, pull them together so that you can end up at the end of the day, say the right things the right way to the right market. Okay. Now the technical term for that, Sam, Mm -hmm. is your brand strategy. Okay. Mm, okay. Now once that brand strategy, that foundation is in place, just like with home construction, now Mm. you can build your unique brand upon it. Mm. So once you do the brand architectural work, then you go to phase two, which is called brand building. Gotcha. And in the brand building phase, you could, you could, in fact, let me say, let me say a little bit differently. 
The goal in phase one with the brand architecture is to give your brand a body, a soul, and a voice. Uh, and the goal in phase two with brand building is to bring your brand to life. Right. Bring it to the forefront or right. breathe new life into your brand. Well, how do you do that? You bring in your marketing people. So that's where your website gets developed or enhanced, your social media campaign, your online marketing, your videos, your podcasts, and on and on and on. Because the goal there is to do what? Determine how to best express the uniqueness of the brand that you developed in phase one so that you can go out there and get leads and customers and make more money. Right, right. Exactly. exactly. So what's happening in yeah, what's happening with so many people, though, is they don't have their foundation in place. Right, right. They're out there uh, attracted to the bling-bling and the shiny objects of marketing. Hey, let's try this and let's try that. Sam, I had this one guy that came up to me. He said, Jerry, you are so correct. I have wasted more time, more energy, and more money on marketing that did not work. I got two black eyes. <laughs> and a bloody nose to prove it. And this other woman came up to me. All right, let's said, hold it, Jerry. Let's can oh, we hold, hold it there for a second, uh, because time for us to take our last break of the show. Believe it or not. Oh, I'm sorry. It's going okay. fast, <laughs> but it's okay. And when we come back from break, uh, because you're kind of already touching upon my next question, which was going to be the, the biggest um, incorrect myths around branding and some of the big brand mistakes that you see people making. Okay. Oh, okay. Great. So, so um, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Our guest this hour has been Jerry Foster of the Big Brand Formula, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Jerry Foster of the Big Brand Formula. I've, I've neglected to, to give a shout out to all of my Facebook live viewers. Thank you so much, Linda, Amy, Leigh, Jonathan, Paul, Himelda, 
Uh, Katie, thank you all for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. Um, please, if you're enjoying this interview, this video, please share with your friends. Don't keep us the best kept secret in the world um, because this is great stuff. Right, Jerry? Hey, I love it. This is awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh, and Michelle just joined us as well. Um, so, Jerry, uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about, you know, the basics for building a solid brand this the idea of strategy and 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 sort of creating that skeleton or that foundation before we 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 put on slap on a coat of paint and and create all the pretty stuff around a brand what are some of the <laughs> biggest myths or, or some of the biggest mistakes or just things people you see getting wrong like even other branders what are they getting wrong about branding today they put the tile down before the cabinets are up. Ah. And what I mean by that is there's three basic steps to this whole mm-hmm. thing called, hey, how do I ramp up sales? How do I create my brand, et cetera? Right. The sequence is brand, market, sell. Create your brand and market your brand and sell your brand. Right. And so what happens for so many owners is they, they fall into the trap of believing, well, nothing happens until a sale is made. Right, And so they go out there, they try this, they try that, and they don't understand that if you market and sell a brand, you're going to have a stronger chance of success. Mm. Your marketing is going to be much more effective if you are putting out a brand. Or they think they have a brand because they have a logo, pretty colors, a website, a book, and whoever knows what else. So that's the first problem. The second problem is that they they start getting into this marketing trap. Okay, I got to capture emails. I got to put together a social media campaign. I need to start doing webinars or podcasts or video marketing. I got to get leads. I got to get followers. I got to get subscribers. I got to build my list. Oh my God. I got to, I got to make my website better. Hold on. Hold on a second. (laughs) Wait a minute. You don't have your foundation in place. You haven't, you haven't determined what distinguishes you. You're not putting out something that the world looks at and, and feels is distinctive and recognizable so you can rise above all that noise and attract attention. Sam, one of my great compliments, favorite compliments happened in December before the holidays. And this guy goes, he says, Jerry, you are so right. You've got to have that foundation in place. He said, you wouldn't decorate the Christmas tree until you put it into the tree, into the tree stand first, right? right. So, <laughs> Pledge yourself. That's the key. Right. So it's kind of like we're all just too impatient to like, you know, start start making money that we don't take the step back to really, you know, not put the cart before the horse, but to really, you know, do it the step one first and then step two and then step three instead of rushing straight to step three. Oh, exactly. Or they think that brand is simply having a logo and pretty colors and individual right. stuff. Right, okay, right. I mean that's that's a big one. Yeah, is it is it yeah. very expensive to create this kind of big brand that you're talking about? Oh, not at all, not at all. One of the beauties of everything I'm sharing here is that this doesn't cost anybody very much money hmm. because you are out 
overthinking and outmaneuvering your competition mm. as opposed to trying to outmarket and outpromote them, mm. which is where is what costs you a lot of money. Mm. And it's one of these things where if people understand that there are key elements that that go into creating a strong brand that really is not so much about how much money you have or how much money you don't have, then all of this can be done pretty quickly mm. and also done in a very, mm. because it doesn't really cost anything. Right, right, right. Um, have you been surprised by any developments in branding over the recent years as something shifted or changed in the industry that, that even caught you a little bit off guard? Um, I am amazed in the celebrity space. Um, ah. A lot of these celebrities, who, who for the most part were just normal people, personalities, became right. <laughs> these branding stars because of the internet. And, yeah. and that's, you know, I mean, they're stars on Instagram and Facebook and all these other different platforms. That's kind of interesting to me. Mm. Uh, the other, though, I would have to say is Amazon. I think I think the growth of Amazon caught many, many of us yeah. off guard. Yeah. And what's really interesting about the I'll, I'll, I'll say this from a different angle. What's really interesting, though, about Amazon with all these retail stores that are going out of business. Yeah. Guess who they are saying has not been affected by Amazon, who continues to show growth? It's Marshalls. I don't know if you had that brand on the. On oh, the yeah. Show. We have Marshalls, Marshalls in New York. And uh-huh. TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx, okay? yeah. Uh-huh. And their number one competitor is. Um, Target? Who's it? Ross. Yes, R O S S. Oh, Ross. Okay. And the reason, well, why is that? Because those companies distinguish themselves. They have done a great job of branding themselves as stores that are always going to keep stocking items differently. They're they're always going to surprise you. They're always going to let you get stuff, even designer merchandise at discount type prices. And because of that, they're making tons of money because they set themselves as a me only brand in a crowded market. Right. Yeah, the store that Amazon opened doesn't hurt them. Right. The, the store that opened near me that I never really heard of this store before that opened in my neighborhood and now I I see that they're in like every mall everywhere is Home Goods. And Home yes, Goods and and it's because it's literally right around the corner from where I live. I walk past it all the time and I see they're constantly changing their inventory over. I mean, their shelves are are That's not right. never the same week to week. And it amazes me the amount of stuff they have in their store. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't seem like Amazon is hurting these guys at all. No. J- Jerry, uh-huh. no. I am sad to say like we're coming to the end of our show. We only have a couple of minutes left. So I want to make sure to give you the opportunity to let people know how to get in touch with you. If they've listened to the show, they're getting some of this great information down. They want to know more. What's your website? How do people get in touch oh. with you? Oh, bless your heart. Um, first off, if everyone goes to www.bigbrandassessment.com, bigbrandassessment.com, Brand okay. I have a 
branding quiz that I would like to give to your listeners free of charge where they can fill it out in three to five minutes and they will get to see how strong they are in a lot of key strategic big branding areas. So in three to five minutes, you'll be able to rate how you were doing in the 25 critical areas of having a strong brand. So go to bigbrandassessment.com. And uh, my offer this is anyone who completes that quiz uh, this month, we can we can talk about your results free of charge. I'll waive oh. my normal fee for that, and we can talk on the phone. I'd be more than happy to Beautiful, give Jerry. people feedback and input. So that's number one. Number two, my website is Jerry, with a G, G-E-R-R-Y, fosterbranding.com. Uh, I have a new site that's being developed right now. What's up there is a web page for an online group coaching program that I just started for women. So if there's any women oh, out there, yeah. I have a very low-cost online group coaching program where I'm working one-on-one with women in a group across the country. So you may want to go to that website and learn about it. And number three, here's my cell phone. It's area code oh. 310-382-6539. Area code 310. I'm in Los Angeles. 382-6539. Feel free to text me or call me. I would love to interact with each of you, answer any questions you may have, give you some free advice. For you, Sam, I would do these three things. Oh, thank you so much, Jerry. I truly appreciate that. I know my audience does as well, and we'll post the links uh, as well when we get the um, the podcast up and in the, the video as well so that everyone oh, can take advantage of that. Jerry, my friend, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on my show today. Truly appreciate you. And I look forward to uh, uh, the next time we get to be in the same space. Thank you so much. It was, it was great being on, on your show. And you are making an amazing contribution to the community, and to your market. So God bless you for what you do. Thank you so much, Jerry. I really appreciate that. And of course, thank you to all of my loyal listeners and to all my fans who come in and listen in week after week. Thank you all, because without you, there's no point to doing any of this. And I keep getting more and more positive feedback from, from my listeners. So thank you all for tuning in. And we will be back speaking with you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. 
you like comic books and movies? How about TV and pop culture? Then you've come to the right place. Hi, I'm Michael Dolce, host of Secrets of the Sire. Joined every week by my co-host, Hassan, Lord of the Radio Godwin. Together, we have over 15 years' experience creating graphic novels, screenplays, and more. Join us as we bring you the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. The best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.